an AppleViz original. Oh, and just to update you guys, I am on iOS 15 and haven't noticed a single bug yet. So, Woohoo! I just I've only unlocked it, but that's my experience. <laughs> <laughs> he just unlocked. Just it. wanted to contribute. So, yep. what do you think of 15 then, my? Um, Jeez. Randy's the Randy, name. Randy, yeah, you. your name. Okay. Big R. All right. All right. All right. Uh, yes, I know. And I've got a big anchor battery. I, I've told you guys about it, that whenever I put it in my pocket, the, that slab is so big. It, uh, I, let's just put it, I'm going to be as nice as I can. I really, <clears throat> I really have to tighten my belt. <laughs> I, I know it's a, really a little heavy, bad. huh? bad picture you guys but why is his pants sagging down <laughs> i probably look like one of mike's teenagers with having real low pants uh, <laughs> yeah. you notice it it's so weird that guy every time he walks the pants just gets lower <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps pulling it up yeah so, uh, <laughs> something is definitely swinging i think it's a battery pack <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. My name is Thomas Donville, also known as Anonymous. Welcome to AppViz Unleashed for September 2021. We got Mike Malarcy and Randy Rushnuck here with us in the group. How are you two doing? I am fantastic. Sweater weather, Halloween creeping closer. <laughs> That's right. I'm happy. You uh, are. I'm happy too. I'm really, really happy to be here. Be here. Now, I know. So we had this discussion last month, and we were talking about Letterbox, and Michael did download the Letterbox, and he sent me an invite. I put him on to to follow and man do you watch a lot of movies mike i so here's the thing is i got that app and like that day i was like i am obsessed with this and i went through like i was just scroll through like oh i've seen that movie let me go ahead and rate that real quick i started adding like i think i'm up to like in a month like 40 50 movies or something like that like, i haven't watched that many okay i was well, like to be God, fair, he watched five movies in one day. What the hell is he doing yeah, over I there? Can't. No, definitely not that many. But I did watch all of the Avengers movies between the last podcast and this one. So I finally caught up on all of those. How do you have time to do that? I put it on like 10 o'clock at night. I'll just throw one on and see how long I make it before I fall asleep. But it's so what do you think of it? So now that you have heard from me, what do you think of it? I love it. It's pretty. I use that app all the time. It is really cool, right? It's got trailers. It's got information about things. And so, oh, yeah. what do you think of terms of accessibility? Would you agree this is probably about eighty mm, percent accessible? Yeah, there's just some like kind of minor things. Um, like there's a section if you go to a movie, there's a section that says where to watch, and it's supposed to show you like Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Right. That part I've never been able to get to work. Mm. But as far as rating the movies logging the day that you watched it making lists and putting all your movies into those lists it works and really, searching really well. and watching trailers yeah, searching the trailers definitely work in every movie you can look up the cast and the crew who's in it mm -hmm. when it came out all the just every if you're a movie nerd 
I would highly recommend that movie. That app is on my page one. There you right go. I use it that much. That is so good to hear. I'm so glad you love the letterbox. I, yeah, it's great. If other people that are listening to this podcast are a movie buff, I want to hear about it. Send us an email at unleash at applevis.com. Let okay, us know if you're using what I think about it. <laughs> no, go ahead. What do you think, Randy? Did you download I it? About the, I forgot about it just as soon as you mentioned it. It went right out of my head. As soon as the podcast was over, you were done. I honestly did, and I'm really going to try it. And before we proceed on, I want to give a shout out to our users that have emailed us to let us know that they love our show. It keeps them happy. It makes them smile and laugh. And it's always so good to hear that. So I'm going to do a shout out to a special user out there, Katie and Princess is what she goes by. And she says, thank you, Unleash, for cheering my day up. So that alone just was very touching, and I love that. So thank you, Katie, for reaching out and letting us know that it cheers your day up. So, well, Michael and Randy, are we guys ready to move on? Almost. <laughs> I got one from Scott that had some kind words for me, so I'm just going to say thank you to him, too. Yeah, what do you got? So. You Well, you forwarded to me. You I did. Me, you know, that one. What you tell that to our users. He was just thanking me for my service and things that I've gone through in my life and I just want to make sure people know that I appreciate that and I appreciate I cuz here's the thing I um have gotten away from talking about that kind of stuff like for the most part I rarely rarely ever do and I genuinely sometimes forget that people know me um so yeah I just want to say thank you well, thank you, Mike, and you, you do. You did a, a awesome service for us, and I. it is really nice to have our users reach out to us and just thanking us yeah. for whatever reason, and it's just it's just really heart-touching, so thank you. It does. It makes it way more fun to hear from you guys. That way exactly. We, yeah, it just feels like we're not all just sitting here talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, we're just three guys just talking in, in a room all day. That's what we do every day. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on. We got a lot of information to go over. There's a lot to digest. Um, let's start with the brief discussions and summary of the Apple Keynote. The keynote occurred this month. That is the keynote that they announced all these different kind of products. And I'm going to break them down to pieces. We're not going to go into a lot of details, but just kind of see what the guys thinks and some of the notable things that I want to point out. So the first one coming up is the the iPad itself. This was totally surprising because I... I did not see this coming. I thought this would be coming later, and I think the guys could think that too. Um, what? So, um, do you have an iPad, Mike? No, I didn't think so. I, I've been thinking about getting one because one of my kids really is getting into like graphic design and drawing on her. She has a phone, but things like the Apple Pen and all that stuff don't work with that. So I've been considering getting myself one and letting her use it when she's around because i don't really want to buy her one but just a regular ipad and stuff or the yeah. ipad mini that's where I've, I've i'm not really sure i've just been looking at them and kind of on the fence i haven't really decided anything for sure yet i'm with you uh, yeah. i'm with you i used to have an ipad then i used to have an ipad mini i do miss it and um the ipad itself this is the last ipad itself that has 
the home button. So it's the only one left that has a home button because everything else went without the home button. And I'm really excited. I think the star of the show was this iPad Mini myself. Um, I like that they went to the USB-C finally. I was very happy to see that. And I was really curious about this Apple Pencil 2.0 and how it magnetically connects or attached to your iPad Mini. And then it charges it right there. So I don't know how your kids would lose that or not, or if that's something they've gotten growing up that wouldn't lose it as much. Uh... I feel, and that's part of why I'm hesitating because I did go, like, we just went to Target and they had a little pack of three styluses for like 15 bucks. Absolutely nothing <laughs> fancy. I think it was a week before all three of them were, were gone. And I found them in my couch cushions or like behind the bed, you know, just weird places like that. So I do kind of hesitate because, I mean, especially the Apple pens, well, over 100 bucks. So yeah. I don't want to drop that kind of money on something that is, odds are at least fairly good, is going to end up gone or missing somewhere. So. We'll stick with the cheaper iPad and yeah. get the stylus pencil. Probably. Yeah. That's why I was going to buy it for myself and just let her use it when she's around. Because if I get her one, then eh. I don't know. Who knows what will happen to it. True. And we're talking a lot of money. Like you said, the pencil and the iPad mini. And this, gosh, it yeah, adds up pretty adds quick. Up. But the, um, I noticed that the iPad mini doesn't come with the audio jack anymore. So that's another one just disappears. So the audio jack and is slowly disappearing. So the iPad itself is the last one to have that along with the home button um now let's dive into the watch series 7 oh let me go through a few things here um the first thing to note there's there were no major health features or sensors that was spoken of so there was none to be heard and it uses the same processor as a series 6 and but the big thing was a 20% bigger on the display size and it went with the USB-C as well, which is kind of cool. But uh, before I go down that rabbit hole, um, there were no major redesign as we thought was going to happen. We thought we we're going to go with a square looking face like we have on the phone, iPhone now. Didn't go with it at all. So this whole thing with the Series 7 just just left me baffled because I'm thinking, why? why? What is so compelling about the watch? There's a few things I thought about, but now, what do you think, Mike, of the watch Series 7 announcement? Any exciting things to you? Not really. Like, that's one of those things for me. I haven't had an Apple Watch since Series 3. It's been a long time. Wow. Okay. But even still, I just like I, for me and what I do on a daily basis, I don't really. There's nothing compel. There's no compelling reason for me to go get one. Yeah, I get Which, that. Yeah, I mean, it seems to have kind of been par for the course lately. Not counting the iPhone 12, which I did immediately go buy. But yeah. No, I get that. I I, I, I hear that a lot from people and saying, you know, I really don't have a need for a watch and if i did it's i mean what's on it that i couldn't live without because if i'm going to show out that kind of a money um right. fortunately i'm able to get it in a level payment so it ends up being like six dollars or eight dollars a month so i'm with a series five and with that it's easy on the budget and i can keep that for two years and then it's purchase off so um i love the health aspect to it um, the Series 7, the only thing that I th liked about it 
is the little bigger display because right now the face that I have on my watch is difficult to do like a rotor gesture. So if yeah. I'm trying to put my finger on there and trying to do these complicated, shouldn't be complicated finger maneuvers, but I'm not, I'm just not that agile with my fingers. There's just, <laughs> it feels like you got to be a circus de soleil kind of a performer to do these gestures on these watches. So I think the bigger face would be something useful. And I think this lightning speed or fast charging is also a big thing too because um not that the watch takes forever but it's really nice to know if you can wear this at night do your sleeping um stuff with it and then you can wake up plug it in and take a shower and then come back out and it's, and it's almost pretty much nearly done charging so that's one of the benefits i saw now check this out mike now i don't get this and i'm totally stunned is that they kept the Apple Series 3 as the entry model. And I was like, what the... I mean, think about it. There's three, and then there was four, five, six, and now we're a seven. And going back to a three to compare to a seven, I, I don't get it. I really don't because I don't... If you were to purchase one of those today, a Series 3, I bet that won't last more than a year. Um, well, that's what I was thinking, is how long is it going to be before a software update comes out? And they're like, oh, sorry for everyone with a three. This uh, isn't going to work. It's already problematic. I had to, um, we have to reset the Series 3 every so often. When it does an update, it gets stuck and won't be able to do it. And you have to repair it and then get the three um, to get the update that it needs. So I'm, I'm hearing people having that kind of a problem. And I'm thinking, you want to be known to have that kind of a problem. So you're going to let people buy a Series 3 and have the problems. I think that's I think that's terrible. Um, I don't understand why they didn't just go with the Series 5 or something. Um, it's just puzzling. Yeah, um, if, it, if you would have asked me before I knew what they did with that one and said, which one would you guess would be the entry? I would have guessed 5 probably. That probably would be the exact one that I would have chosen. 3 just seems like... That was so long ago, right? And the price on it has not changed. It's still one ninety nine, and then of course you get the SC that's a little bit higher. I, I don't know if you're listening, if you're in, thinking about wanting to get an Apple Watch. Um, my advice: I highly recommend you do not buy the Series Three. That's just, um, I right. think that's a bad mistake to go go with an SC. I know it costs a little bit more. But at least you got some life into that watch, and you got at least two, maybe three years left on that watch. But the Series Three, no, it's almost the end of this life now. I'm just puzzled. I don't know. Maybe it's the whole supply issue thing that's kind of been happening to everybody. I have no idea what the uh, decision for that. Yeah, was. speaking of supply issue, they, they didn't even tell the announcement of when it will be released. Usually it's like, it'll be on pre-order this Friday. It wasn't even that. They said it was coming this fall. And now this ended the month, that's a couple of weeks ago, and they still haven't made any announcement and prices for the watch. So that was kind of surprising. So you know, I knew that it has some production issue with it. With the Series 7, there was some productivity um, issue with it. I don't know if it was like a design problem or whatever, but it has some issues. But I understand that it's, it is now being produced, but nobody knows when it's going to be coming out. Randy, where the hell are you, man? I'm right here. 
<laughs> Are you going to stay quiet all this time? No. Okay. Pardon me. I'm just chewing my food here. Sorry. Mm. All right. Hang on. All right. <clears throat> I love chicken wings. In three, two, one. I'm right here, Tom. <laughs> uh, we were talking about I, the I, series I, I seven. Know what you're, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> okay. My opinion is that um, they did, made a bad move um, incorporating three into the mix. I think that's just dumb. So, did you get any interest out of the series seven? No. Now you have the series six, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. Why you would stay with the Series 6 because it's the same processor now. Obviously, it is a bigger display, but and my fast whole, charging. Opi- yeah, my opinion, it, well, yeah, fast charging, but look at I think the watch, um, I updated mine over, or charged mine overnight. Okay. So, so you charge it. Okay. Deal. Yeah. Well, I, I know a lot of people use it for um, tracking their sleeping habits, you know. It will determine how you slept through the night. And I know a lot of people mm-hmm. do that, so I can see this being beneficial for those people. Oh, yeah. But for you and I, I leave the watch on charging overnight. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have to worry about that problem. Huh. Okay. Now, we get into the big one, and that is the iPhone 13 series. And once again, we got all the four little guys. We've got the mini, the regular 13, the regular 13 Pro, 13 Pro Max, and guess what, guys? They left the name with the iPhone 13, so it was official. Um, the sales on the iPhone is gone bonkers, which I was like, whoa. I don't it is, get that. Yeah, did you see that? 20% more sales um, orders faster than, than they had last year for the 12 order. I was, to be honest, I'll be surprised. I was surprised. I was really surprised it was that higher than the 12. I wonder if it's people that are updating that have like the 8s or whatever and those people are going to be really upset to know I'm sure that there is um, still Face ID. You know, I bet it is. I bet it was a lot of people that were waiting and I think it's a good move because it's kind of an S series I think instead of just a regular iPhone 13 major update. Mm-hmm. It was more like a 12S really. Um I know that there's a shortage on the iPhone 13 Pro, and it's right. been delayed um, for shipments on that. So demand is high. Um, I will say the the biggest thing on this that I found is the bigger battery. If you're a 12 user, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, now, Randy, I, well, Mike, you both have 12. What do you no, guys no, notice a battery no, issue in yours? No. As a matter of fact, my update increased my battery time. Huh. What about you, yeah, Mike? I I really haven't. Um, I think it was just yesterday, the day before, I plugged my phone at the end of the day, like I always do, and it was at 77%. Oh, my gosh, so you guys. I, I don't use it, to be perfectly fair. I don't use it anywhere near as much as I used to, especially when I'm off visiting kids and things like that. So I know for a fact that my just daily consumption and screen time is down significantly, but even still, it I, I use my all the time. Never had to, yeah, mm. I've never had to charge stuff. it during the day. Oh God, man! I, 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 I keep saying this, but my my iPhone 11 was so much better on battery. Um, I know that they de- it decreased the battery by 20 percent, 
going to iPhone 12, and I really could tell big difference for me. Um, yeah, um, the couple things that didn't announce uh, was a lot of things we were talking about last month. What we could assume that will be on this coming up iPhone 13 did not surface. So some of those things like so there's no more. 64 gig models so the 64 gig models is gone so all across is 128 gig um i don't think anybody's really said anything about that but the things we talk about is we were talking about it was going to have always on never surfaced and we talked about maybe having some satellite communication that didn't surface either we talked about maybe an improved lidar that didn't surface either and then lastly, we talked about possible price hike, and that didn't surface. Now, of those, I was really disappointed that there weren't any new improvements to the LiDAR. I, I don't know why. I'm just kind of really disappointed. I was wondering if it's one of those things that they have the idea of doing it, and it might be getting talked about, and ideas kicked around, and maybe even being tested and things like that. But the ideas are maybe bigger than reality can kind of keep up with and they just have to and it kind of makes me think of the apple watches and all the like the health features that i feel like we keep talking about that have yet to surface Mm -hmm. and they just keep running into these little issues and ends up not not working out i have no idea huh yeah you're probably waiting for the projector I remember that one from like six, seven years ago when they were going to have a projector built into the camera. So if you're watching a movie, you can project it on your wall. Still waiting for that one. Yeah. Well, maybe they were thinking about these things and maybe they're kind of getting ahead of themselves saying, hey, we can make this possible, can't we? And they just hit a technology wall as in it's just not ready. Um, I don't know if that's the deal, but you would think we got some sort of improvement to the LiDAR. Um, You know, the biggest one is is the limitation of distance. I I don't know um, that and and it didn't go across to all the models. So still on the pro, but um, you go. I know a lot of people have heard this in the past and they've heard this through other podcasts and such. Um, but I will say, I will say, I almost pulled the trigger and getting the iPhone 13 Mini. I just thought, hey, they increased the battery. I wanted the Mini in the 12. And I didn't go with it because I knew the battery was going to be a huge problem. Yes, I probably would have the same size issue with the existing 12 Pro that I have. I probably get the same battery life. But if I get the same battery life, I would love to have the Mini. But for complication with the stupid carrier, I had this long discussion with uh, Randy about it. But um, oh yeah, um, yeah. I overall, I was just like. Nah, I'm going to stick with the 12. I think for those that are on the iPhone 10 and below, which is like 8, 7, 6, I think this would be a huge jump. And I would I would think it would be a good time to jump if you were thinking about it. What do you guys think? I agree I with that. agree, yeah. And, but... From going I wish from I a, could sound. I wish I could sound more excited, guys. <laughs> I, 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 I struggle big time with all of the updates, and and I knew I would, and I am, because you know I as people know I'm an avid YouTube watcher, or listener, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. 
and they go, here comes a so-and-so, you know, here comes a 13, um, uh, we're going to compare it with, a, I don't know, the iPhone 3, uh, 3GS or something. <laughs> Not literally, I'm being facetious, but, you know, but I mean, they compare the 13 to 12, and I, I, I just don't care. Well, I think for those that have newer devices like us, it probably wasn't that big of a deal. And I got to remember folks out there that are not at that level. So this could be a big deal to them. Maybe sure not to us because we've gotten <laughs> so used to it. I don't care about them, though. I just care about what I like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I believe... Um, some of the editorial team did get the iPhone 13 mini. I, I, I need to verify, but they were talking about it. So I think Alex Hall and um, Michael Hansen, of all people, got an iPhone 13 mini. I was totally shocked. Really? That boy has always got a Max ever since probably 5S, whenever it came out, 6. And he's always been a Max user, and now he's trying the mini. I don't know if he's going to like it. He did say he liked the small factor of it. I know Dave Nation is also using iPhone 12 uh-huh. mini as well. But um, I would love to have one myself before it disappeared just to see what it's like. Um, but anywho, be sure to check out the AppleViz Extra number 83 with Dave Nation and the team that went to discussion in further in depth of what the keynote had to offer. And I want to also extend my thanks to Shelly Brisbane. Um, I was invited on to Parallel Show to talk about the keynote. I was um, uh, Ken Ray was there along with me to discuss about the new devices. So thank you Ken, to Shelly once again. And now you we'll can do tell a brief. How excited we are! <laughs> it's like, okay, well, thanks for listening. Okay. It was a cricket there. Um, yeah. Uh, so I thought we head into the brief discussions of the iOS 15. Now, maybe there'll oh, be yeah. a little bit more of a spark on this one. I'm going to break this down to two pieces, and that is what we like about it, and then we'll get into the bugs element. So what do we like about iOS 15? So I'm guessing you both updated to iOS 15? Same day, yeah. Same day, Michael? Nope. <laughs> you're still, you're holding out? I, so I before we started today, I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure that's out. I went and checked my phone about half an hour before we started recording, and I'm <laughs> it says up to date 14.8. <laughs> so you, I don't you, know. You thought you went to 15, or you did that on no, purpose? No, no, it it on my phone right now. And I'm going to double check as soon as I quit talking, so you guys don't have to listen to my voiceover. But it says it's up to date. I'm still on 14. What? That works great. Yeah, I checked right before we started. How could how can that possibly be? I don't know. I'm gonna look again right now once I find my phone. Okay, look at it right now, and then scroll down. See if there's a separate area that it says, "Would you like to update to 15?" Yeah, I think it's to, separated. Yeah, it is. It's further to the right. Maybe I just missed it. I'm gonna check. Okay, right now. look and at now, it. Now, professionalism at its best. <laughs> so while we're waiting for. Uh, Michael to come back on his situation. I bet I think a lot of people don't realize this. There's I think there's two sections. There's you can actually stay at 14.8 and it'll say you're updated and you can stay it there. And I think mm-hmm. a little further down you can have the option to upgrade. That's a new feature. Yeah, in that's 14.8. What you just f- swipe further to the right and you'll get the update. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think of 15 then, my? Um, Jeez. Randy's the name. Randy, yeah, you. your name. Okay. Big R. 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 R.
Okay. Well, um, so far, um, as I say, and uh, you know, you may think I'm unusual or whatever, but no, we would never think <laughs> that. No, of course not. No. <laughs> my, <laughs> now that we're past all that, mm-hmm. uh, the my battery life has increased. It just has. Wow. Why? But it just it's it has. Okay. Um, what kind of features uh, do you like? Well, let me tell you the one I hate. You know which one I hate? <laughs> <laughs> I bet our users doesn't. Let's see what they think. Okay, so when you're on a blank screen uh, <laughs> and you're trying to search for a delete button and all your fingers are getting these vibrations, the, the fast haptic is like... It's like and it's like, vibration. it's not the sound, it's the haptic going absolutely bonkers oh. like... A woodpecker that's just gone on crack or something. And how can Apple say this is this is a great feature? I don't get it, guys. Um, I I don't get it. So a couple of days ago, I called Thomas and I said, "Hey, man, do you know how to stop this thing? It's just driving me nuts." And uh, I just heard from a couple of uh, people that I tweet with and correspond with, and they hate it too. And and then um, there is a fix, and Tom put out a great podcast, just a very short one, that shows us how to kill everything uh, in that feature. Yes, and I'm so, so I'm glad wanted, you did. Yeah, thank you to you, and a shout out to uh-huh. the people that helped us on that on AppleViz on the community leaving comments and response, and they figured out how to get rid of it. And I was like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you yeah, so much. Yeah. So thank you to those two people. Um, so, have you dived into something like Focus? Did you did you play with the Focus much? I played with it. Um, I don't really know if I would use it that much. Hmm. Um, I like it. It's okay. Um, I love the... I, I haven't really tried this either, but the picture um, things, you know, within... Ah, uh, oh, the Explore or yeah, the, the Live Explorer. Text. Yeah, uh, the Live Text. Yes. Um, it's kind of mm-hmm. weird, isn't it? It's kind of a mm-hmm. hit and miss. Mm-hmm. It's like... I'll see something, and then it'll just like, oh, I refuse to see anything right now. And so I have to, like, point it somewhere else just for a couple seconds, just let it relax, settle down. And then I bring it back over, and then I'll see the text again. But it seems like it's there one second or not there next. It's not as reliable as I would like, but it does work when it does work. I mean, have you seen the same experience? Same thing, yep. Yeah. Um, I really like the separation alert. I know I keep saying that a lot, but I, I just so it's just so awesome to have an AirTag or an Apple device to alert me when I left it behind instead of the other way around. Like, where did it go? I have to put it in lost mode. Um, this will tell me immediately after I leave a vicinity. Um, and what do you think of the voiceover quick setting? Is that something you would use? <sighs> Yeah, I would use them if I felt the need to. I don't really mess around with my once I, you know, now that I've got my voiceover set the way I want, I mm. rarely play with it anymore. Okay. The only reason I would uh, use it is to show people who are unaware of it. Mm. And, okay. Uh, one thing I love is the, and we haven't got any notifications yet, but the the weather app has made a vast improvement. Yeah, now you understand when I was talking about 
the weather app is actually on my first page. Same here. Yeah, it's just it's just that good. I love it. Tells me what's going to be in the next hour, and I don't think people realize that it changes. So, um, for example, you go, you'll see that like, yeah, it's going to rain sometime this afternoon, and da 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 da. And when it starts raining, then you get a whole different different slide. It comes in, and it depends on the rain itself. If it's consistent, it's going to just say rain for the next hour otherwise if it's going to stop and go if you go back to it it'll say you're supposed to stop in 10 minutes and restart in 20 minutes I know, like, I don't, who, wow. needs, who needs a meteorologist on tv these days <laughs> it is I mean, just really good so um, like 10 minutes past the hour on our newscast a meteorologist comes on and i shut him off i just don't care <laughs> i so that's why, uh, yeah, weather, okay, well, that's great. I uh-huh. don't hear that too many times, uh, people actually like the weather a lot. I love weather apps. Good. So do I. Now, Michael, are you back? Yeah, and don't you love it when you realize if I would have just swiped one more time right past where it said your <laughs> software is up to date, there's a whole, yeah. whole oh, yeah. different section right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. This is you so heard it. You you heard it. You heard, heard it, it first. <laughs> you heard it. It's up there right now. <laughs> Look at that. All yeah. right, Michael. Yeah, join the club. Uh, I should have made that. Well, actually, fourteen point eight came out um, after the podcast, and we'll be discussing more into that. But yeah, one of the feature is that the upper section is is to, for people that want to stay on fourteen point eight. So if they come out with a fourteen point eight point one or something. You can go to that instead of upgrading to 15. And so um, that's good. That's for people that probably didn't realize that. So you're on your way to. Is there any feature that you've been excited to try or just. Eh? I, I actually am excited about the focus thing. I'm not really sure when I will use that. I just like the idea of it. And I feel like I could probably find some. Oh, man. I, I know you would. You could probably. Um, movies so i'm watching movies so that way people know first thing i thought of too i'm watching a movie (laughs) or i'm playing a game or i'm in a podcast lots of different things Uh right yep oh yeah Uh, i'm excited for it good now let's talk about bugs bugs randy Uh did you i am curious how your experience has been with 15 point oh when it comes to bugs do you see a lot of it in your side or anything like that that affect you not an abnormal amount of them okay i think it will going to impact some people and not and i'll try to break that down so what we came up with is we have 27 bugs that we place on AppleViz to report actually 26 i add one to it but there's at least 26. I say that because um, thank you to the community for commenting and responding back to that post. And I put in the blog note of the article you can find AppleViz of the bugs you can find on iOS 15. But 26, that's a lot. Um, I think that's a little higher than it has been for, for some time. So there's at least... Uh, we're talking about five or serious bugs and some of these bugs in the serious category will be enough for some people not to use and i hear a lot about the apple wallet if you are a wallet user and you use apple pay a lot that is a major problem so if you have an apple card you want to purchase or to pay off and stuff like that 
um, you want to stay away um, because every time you open up wallet, boom, it just crashes. You change another card, boom, it just crashes. It's terrible, and it's just for voice over users only. Oh my gosh, I have not been in the wallet app since since, and I do have to pay my uh, bill uh, in two days. So, oh. what what is there to do? Nothing. Um, you're gonna have to have somebody sighted help you probably. You could certainly try. It's not happening to everybody, but there's been a lot of folks, including myself, it is crashing every time. Um, mm. This is also for Apple One subscribers. It is totally inaccessible. I can't believe I'm saying this. It's completely inaccessible. Not crashing, it's just buttons, 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 buttons. And it's like, how in the world did you guys miss this? I, I get it. Um, but... Real screen input. Oh, yeah. We have some. I do recall another bug though too. I think, and that's when you uh, unlock your phone. Uh, I used to not have any problems with my passcode field, and I don't have problems with the field per se. But it's like it's. It seems like it's further up on the screen, and there's a lot of like blank real estate on the screen that just says button, button, and I'm stuck there. And if I move my finger up. Uh, further into the screen, I can find my passcode. Have you discovered that bug? I have not seen that, but it wouldn't surpass me. I w- it wouldn't uh-huh. surprise me, but um, I know that some BSI folks are having crashing issues um, sometimes when they delete a word um, and stuff like that. So we got some pretty serious stuff uh-huh. here. Um, there are 10 moderate bugs. The biggest one is the app switcher. Um, so if you open up the app switcher, it does not work as expected. But there's been a workaround to this, thanks to a user on AppViz once again, that they said there is an accessibility. Turn off the motion for this. Um, I'll leave a blog to this article, and you can go find that um workaround so there is a workaround to the app switcher thank goodness uh, yeah and sometimes when i bring app switcher up nothing happens yeah and sometimes it doesn't see the apps themselves mm-hmm. whatever uh be sure to check out the turn off the motion um comment into that blog itself there are some missing braille command displays so there's some commands that should be there but are missing if you're an alarm user, so if you want to edit your alarm, you're going to have some problems with that. And the iPad users, there's if you're a keyboard user, there's quite a few issues going on with that in there as well. And then lastly, we have 12 minor bugs. So again, thank you for all the folks that are responding and commenting to our uh, blog posting to find out to confirm and let us know of any additional bugs that they found. We do have some extra additional bugs that people are reporting. Um, the private relay, for example. <laughs> They're saying they're having problems posting to our site with this. So I was like, oh, man. There's some Zoom users having problems with iOS 15 on the iPhone 13. Um, there's some. It's not working very well with the Pro models. The new ProMotion is causing some issues with the Zoom users to make it very, very difficult to use. There's some tap to wake issues with the iPhone 13 and many, many more. So there's lots in there. So that is where it comes down to, is it safe to update? Now, 
I can say for Michael, myself, and Randy, I think we were safe to update because those things we don't really use on a day-to-day. Would that be safe to say? Yeah, and when you do use them, um, I noticed that if you try a couple of times, they sort themselves out. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. They, they sort themselves out. I have to sometimes close out certain apps because it's yeah. being funky or I have to restart the phone. But on a daily basis, it's not too bad for me. But mm-hmm. uh, on a green, yellow, red alert, I definitely give this a yellow be cautious from what we said but i will say people that use wallet obviously ipad keyboard users braille display users and bsi those are the three categories if you fall into that category and if you are needing to use that then i would probably say don't upgrade that i mean i think that's pretty much safe to say um Scott Davert did a great piece on what's new for in terms of deaf and blind. Um, be sure to check that blog out. I put that blog in there. I also did a, a covering and exploring 50 new features in iOS 15. So oh, listen yeah, to that podcast. It tells you a lot of different things you can expect in iOS 15. So what, overall, um, especially to you, Randy, are you happy with iOS 15? I wasn't until you started talking about the the wallet bug. It's just a late bill. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so in debt with them, you guys. Oh, (laughs) they'll be calling you the day after, sir. Uh -uh. (laughs) Then just have to say sorry, but your app is not accessible right now. Yeah, just put him in touch with your lawyer. Tell him he, yeah. I wonder if it's something can you call and... I don't know. My lawyer's in jail now. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't mean he can't do his job. (laughs) They got phones. (laughs) Oh, gosh. It does sound like just like every major update, uh, if there are critical things that you need, need, need that device for, be be careful. I feel like that kind of goes without saying any time a big update like this comes out. Well said. They're never perfect. Well said. And that's just... That's just uh, par for the course. I guess I'll just go into work and have a coworker help me uh, spend my money. I'm sure they'd be happy to do that when I, uh, you know, when I need to pay them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well said, Michael. I mean, it is a major release, folks. I, you know, I always say to them, if you think this is buggy, you should have seen it when it was in beta. Okay. So, um, honestly, they fixed a lot of things. Yes. Some of the bugs didn't surface until maybe towards the end. And typically at the end of the beta cycle, they got to push it off to 15.1, which is unfortunate. But that's our next topic is that here comes 14.8 and 15.1 beta. So let's talk about 14.8. And we know that Michael's using it. (laughs) For now, it's preparing the update right now. So soon I won't. It'll take about, yeah. Um, so 14.8 released, and if you are still on 14, gosh darn, get it. It is very imperative that you use it. It, it, it resolves a major vulnerability called Pegasus, yeah. and it's a big deal. I don't think any of us will be ever affected, but let's not find out. And typically, it's as easy as somebody sending you a certain text, 
and then boom, they got access to your phone. It's that simple, so it's that bad. Do you guys remember sitting in front of Twitter and saying, okay, everybody, I'm going to update now. I'm pressing the button. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm at 20%. I'm at 22%. I'm at 20 <laughs> So far, no problem. Now, so we're talking about that. Now, I was at work uh, when the um, update came out, and I thought, well, I'm going to get it. I had to leave work to come home, and I started updating 20, <laughs> 20 minutes before I left work to come home. Oh. My update went so smoothly and so quickly. I went outside just as it was uh, it was done installing, and then it was uh, updating. <laughs> I, had, I had no promise, but it's like I would never have done that like 10 years ago I would have just been nuts and I've really become confident and uh, wow 20 stu- minutes yeah it was real fast oh, we'll see if that works for Michael to me yeah. it takes at least 30 minutes I mean downloading the actual update is always fast for me because I got really fast internet it's like 3 minutes but after that when it starts to prepare it goes 1% uh-huh. 2% 3% <laughs> that takes forever and then it gets stuck at 99% for a couple minutes for a while. And then it does a verify and then install. I don't know. It seems really slow on my end. I don't know what the deal is. Well, the reason that I wanted the update was because it was it's getting toward fall here in Minnesota. Yeah. And my pockets were kind of cold. And everybody knows that when you start an update, you get hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I love the update. It gets my hands warm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's a hand warmer. I never thought of that. Just turn on something really busy, some hot videos or whatever, an update, and it'll become a, a, a hand warmer for you in the winter. That's uh-huh. great. Yeah. Something that we can advertise. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I suspect we will get a 15.0.1 really soon. Um, there's been a lot of problems with the iPhone 13 users, and that will address some of those bugs on those news users. There's been some scrolling issues for iPhone 13 mini folks where the scrolling isn't working correctly. Um, I've heard reports that you can't use it to unlock with the Apple Watch. That's kind of a big one out there, too. And some other things. So I imagine that would be coming up real soon. And I hope that they would address that Zoom issue for low vision, not waiting for 15.1. But it wouldn't surprise me when it comes to accessibility. And speaking of 15.1 beta, I love this. I wish I you guys could have it. This is a big update. Rub it in now. Go. I know, but I, my point of this is to get you excited as in when it does come out, um, especially that people are holding back on not going to 15.0. I want to let you know some of the features are back. So a lot of the features that we announced at WWDC was pulled um, at the GM and to hold back so that would be the share play stuff oh yeah the announced calls announcement that was pulled lossless audio for um the airpods home the air home whatever you want to call it (laughs) home pods yes the the whole pod air yeah um i'm supposed to bring that 
and the vaccine cards into your wallet and other various missing. <laughs> wallet doesn't work anyway. What's the difference? <laughs> I don't understand. It's going to be my state is for one is 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 not going to support the driver's license. It's not going to support the vaccine card. I'm thinking. I think half the all the states in the United States are not going to be supporting it at all. And I'm thinking, well, that's just, uh, it's just, I don't know. I wish it would work for all of us. But anywho, a lot of these things are coming. Now, what was I talking about? Now, we love about those bugs. How is it looking on 15.1? Now, think about that. This is only the first beta. So some of these things may break on the other beta, whatever not. But at this point in beta one, all the serious bugs that I announced are resolved and fixed in 15.1. So that's good news. That means all the serious stuff we had has been resolved at this point. Four out of the 10 moderate has been resolved so far. And those are some of the bigger ones. And the six of 12 of the minor ones has been resolved as well. So it seems really good. I'm not seeing nearly as many of the bugs I had but again, this just couldn't come out sooner. I wish this would come out really soon, but 15.1 usually takes about a month, month and a half. So we may not see this until November or so. We'll see. I hope it comes out in October. But nonetheless, I just wanted to let you all know what you can expect for 15.1. Good. That's good. Now, yep. I don't know if this is a bug or not. Maybe you can tell me, Thomas, but Siri... Um, I don't know if you noticed a difference in Siri or not mm. uh, between um, 14 and 15, but when I hold the button down to talk to it, <laughs> just, <laughs> talk to it. I just love talking about Siri, as we all know. It. Um, okay. Talk to it. I, I can't, you know, justify calling it a her. But right. when, you, when, you, when you go talk, when you're going to talk to her, um, it. Um, so, like I'll say, text Mike Malarcy, and and then I usually used to go ahead and just dictate my message, and it used to get it and and work. And now it drops back to listening mode. And say, what what do you want to say to Mike? Well, uh, hmm. I if you don't hold it down, you can just keep talking. But if you just hold it down and say that and let go, yeah, and then it's going to ask you. What do you want to say? Are no, you holding I, it down? Well, yeah, while I'm holding it down, it drops back into listening mode and Whoa. says, what do you want to do? No. Yeah. If so, you hold it down yeah. and say, text message Michael uh, Hansel, for example, and say, hey, Mike, how you doing? It seemed to do just fine on me. Now, I do have some problems. I had a user reach out to me, and I had the same problem. I used to be able to say, do I have any phone calls? Did I miss any phone calls? And do I have any voicemail? It doesn't work anymore. It just says, I'm sorry, I can't open that. It's like, what? <laughs> and Oh, boy. Yeah, there's some issues, but overall, I don't seem to have, but no, I haven't heard that. Okay. Hmm. Well, no, another, uh, I don't notice that much of a dif difference now that it doesn't have to query a server anymore. Uh, in really? You don't see the speed uh -huh. difference? No. <laughs> oh, I'm very curious to test that one out myself. Yes, you, I'd be curious. Notice, do you notice a difference in speed? I do. Um, I really want Siri to get better. I really do. Eh, it seems that 
yeah, it, it, I will be curious what you think of that, Michael, and see if you make see any difference on that. But for, gosh, Randy, I I don't know, damn man, you got some, you got some. That is some big Siri issues. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. No, I'd be curious if if the listeners have that issue. I'm curious if you're having that listening problem. If you're holding down the side button to initiate Siri and you just communicate and say it one long thing. Does that stop like it does for Randy? I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious too. Oh, all right. So the epic battle, is it done or not? So we have been talking about this for years, the epic versus Apple. And they finally made the decision. The, the judge decided to gave out the, uh, the verdicts for the case and it was interesting it was a complete split decision so nobody really won for say and nobody got everything that they want so let's talk about this in a summary what this means to us and what we might be seeing so the judge has told apple you are have to loosen your app store rules when it comes to payments so Apps and an app purchase. The judge is forcing Apple to loosen that stance that we will be able to include a third-party payment option other than the Apple Pay. In other words, you probably will see buy now from Apple or buy now from the third party. And I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm, I don't have a problem as long as I have the option. Where I have a problem is I wouldn't trust some of the third parties people out there. So, you know, Netflix, I would probably um, trust. But let's just say we get some little apps and it costs 99 cents and it's Joe Guy I never heard of. I don't think I would trust it. You know? I mean, do you guys have the same thought? If, you know, if you give you both options, I mean... I would think most people would just continue to use Apple. I would think so. It well, does seem like it has at least the possibility of introducing a new a new sort of vulnerability that's never really been there before that could be exploited. What I am curious about is if, say using Netflix as an example, if it has like buy now with Apple for $15.99 or buy via Netflix for $13.99, I wonder if that might start becoming a trend, which will massively cut into Apple's bottom line that we're always talking about. Well, you know, Netflix would be a good one. Right now, Netflix um, forces you to pay for it on the website. So, But there's no option to, to visit the site. There's no option, but it's a free download. So they were able to get away. You had to have to log in. So there's no link or anything to the site. And so Apple wasn't losing any money anyway because they were doing their outside. What broke the rule was Epic decided to put a little link in there and say, hey, come here to buy your in-app purchases. And that's where they got into this whole battle. Um, So I'm glad that the judge sided with Epic on this. I don't have a problem as long as we keep the options, but... um, like I said, people will still stick with the Apple Pay and we will still give them the 30% tax or 15%, whatever the Apple wants. The real thing is that are we going to really see the difference in cheap? 
So are they going to really pass the cost on to us? As in, okay, I'm not using Apple Pay. Shouldn't I be able to pay this for cheaper, like Netflix? Yeah, that I'll be surprised if any of the savings were to get passed along to us. I feel like most. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're in business to make money, and I can't Me imagine too. they're like, hey, we've been selling this for twenty bucks this whole time. Let's just keep selling it for twenty bucks, and we'll just keep that extra five. Yeah, $10. I mean, why would I care? Um, and I hate to say this, but I trust Apple with my credit card. Where I've seen so many breaches with all these little companies get breached and my credit card has been exposed. So you're going to have to have a really good darn reason and compelling reason why I would want to use your payment. Because I have a very uh, high tolerance, or not high tolerance, but high standard when it comes to who gets my credit card. And if I don't know you or know this is a reputable company, or even if you are, you're not Apple. And so I don't know... Oh, that explains a lot because I've asked you for your credit card and I've known you for years and you still haven't given me a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you for like 15 years and you still have no go. I know. Isn't no that weird? <laughs> it's a Visa card. First number is 4352. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers I've already, are all zeros, right? I'm, yeah. Zero, 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 one, five. Go ahead. All the conversations with my kids, because since they got their devices, they if they want a new app, they have to send me a request, and then it, send, it opens the link to it for me, and I can either approve or deny it. And one of my kids wanted some. It was just like a meme-making app. And so yes. I said, okay, I'll let you get this. A minute later, she's like, hey, I need you to approve um, whatever this website is, because that, that's I have, one of the other settings I have on is allowed websites only in Safari. <laughs> she just sent me an IP address. <laughs> and I immediately was like, "This isn't gonna. There's no reason this weird meme app should need. No, I'm sorry. This is already. <laughs> so I'm already imagining my kids with credit cards being slung around, wanting to go to, you know, some random stupid app that they got because it makes funny. I don't know, animal sounds or something. Well, yeah. And the whole purpose of it is just try to trick little kids into buying stuff. It makes you wonder how. Yeah, that- I don't know what these people are doing with my card. How that's going to work for third-party payments? Are they going to be able to click on that without requesting permission from you? Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things involved here. But um, in the end, you know, Epic got mad because the judge says that Apple did not have a monopoly on any of the the App Store, and and it did not break any of the antitrust law, and which means in 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 a summary. It means that Epic did break the App Store rule. They introduced something, it broke the rule, and so they were forced to pay them in millions what they were owed to Apple for breaking that rule and et cetera. So Epic, I was surprised the very next day they paid it. They paid the fine right up front, but they appealed the app and and app purchase third-party payment. They did not like it. And I understand they probably thinking, well, people are still going to use the Apple Pay. There's not, and I'm thinking, I don't know. This is, I don't know what Epic wants. They want more. It's like they want. It sounds like they want options. Like I'm not giving Apple Pay any option. I just want my purchase only. Um, so I don't get it because the judge is forcing Apple to have both, and they're 
Epic is now allowed to contact people. Here's the reason why I want you to purchase this through our site. It gives us more money towards us and may save more money towards you. And so I think Epic is being kind of a little greedy here. Would you guys agree or don't? I do. I agree. Yeah, they do me seem too. like they want their cake and eat it too. And mm-hmm. just because they have, I mean, part of the whole reason why that it's been that way kind of from the get go is because they're using Apple to distribute what they've created. And it's almost in a way like wanting to cut them out while they're using the platform to get their game out to everybody. Right. Would you agree there, Mr. Randy? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I think Apple's going to end up losing that war anyway. I mean, the judge already forced him, but I don't know why Epic is appealing that. So it's going to be many years before we will see that happen. And as long as it's an appeal process, we're not going to see this coming. But what we do now have is that I think Apple sees the writing on the wall on this because there's a lot of other people and countries that were pounding on their door for example japan and south korea and but this only affects the in-app purchases so they made an agreement by early of 2022 we will be given the option of the developers reaching out to us that if you want to pay the in-app purchases off-site and not through apple here's the place to go to and this is how you do it so they do are going to allow the in-app purchase but not the app purchase so if an app costs money you will still have to purchase it through that apple so apple did a kind of a halfway compromise but i think in the end when epic gets done with this case i think apple will be forced to do both app and and app purchases to be or not to be touch id and iphone 14 all right I had to announce this. We have always been talking about Touch ID coming to iPhone 14. Well, there was a blog this this month that talks about this, this under-the-screen Touch ID, and they say it's been delayed until 2023, so it will not make it on the iPhone 14. So, I'm thinking, guys, why in the world can't we just have a Touch ID on the side button? They do it on the iPads, Pros. The i, um, the iPad Mini now has a Touch ID on the side. I don't get it. Why? What's the deal? The only thing that I can think of is they, I don't know, want them maybe to be different enough that there's some compelling reason to get people to buy it. I honestly have no idea why they wouldn't just do it. Yeah, I mean, you do it now. I mean, why... If you can't do the under the screen because you don't have the technology, I get it. I get it because maybe it's not working out the way you want to. It's been we've been working on that for years, but you have something that is working now, and that is the side button. So I don't get it. It's not like they're going to be losing money off it. So it, it it seems like they don't want it. They don't want it. But I it is too early to know what's going on. Um, in terms of what to expect in iPhone 14, obviously, but that was kind of a big blow when I read that. That there's there was a couple of big experts, analysts were saying that don't expect it, and I was like, what? Wow. Um, they did say everything else we said. It was going to be the titanium siding and things like that. Um, one thing I did like about they talk about is the camera bump will be flush. I was like, 
you know, that would be huge to me because I hate the camera bumps. Yeah. Yep. I I don't get it. I don't understand why it has to be so big. It's just like this big three blobs on the back of the phone. And um, I, I don't get it. But so if it's flush, I would be very excited. But nonetheless, no Touch ID. Oh, that's going to bum out a lot of people. Including me, yeah. Here comes the USB-C. We're wrapping things up here. USB-C is coming, guys. One way or another, Apple is going to be forced to go to USB-C. Are you guys okay with this? Excited? Not so happy about it? My Android phone has it, so, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. Hmm. Honestly, I'm kind of indifferent, to be perfectly honest, because I'm just so used to Apple always having weird cords and different cords and having just everything... You know, all char- anything that I charge that doesn't have Apple, like that isn't an Apple device, I have a certain section in the bag for all of those cords. Then I have a whole different section for all of Apple's weird I cords. I have the same thing. Use. Uh-huh. So I, I'm just so used to it that thinking about anything being kind of cross-compatible is just sort of strange. Well, if you guys, YouTube been around long enough to know this, when we used the old, what was that, 25 pin, whatever that Apple had? Yeah, that yep. weird connector, yeah. and we had everything. We had the little stand, we had the pads, we had the cords, and they went to the lightning. I was like, "Oh man!" And I was thinking about all these people that had the accessories for it, and so I'm thinking, "Oh man, this is going to affect those people too." But I only have to blame Apple on this because, really, USB-C is a lot better than Lightning in a lot of ways, and I don't get what the resistance is, and so weird is that they slowly incorporate this in the iPad line. I mean, right. the iPad mini is a proven scene to that. Um, my gosh, we have a lightning to a USB-C now with the iPhone 12 and 13. It's like, you just, it's just switch it over for God's sake. But I think they're going to be forced to, and they know it because the EU is, is on its final stretch to make it universal. So that means they are going to be forced to have to use USB-C if they have ports. So let me explain here. Um, they'll have 18 months to incorporate this. So typically, or we can probably, Apple could be safe not going this way in iPhone 14, but definitely have to in iPhone 15. So 2022, they don't have to, but they could. But they may, they got three choices here. They could go with the USB-C itself, or they could go completely wireless, or they can offer both ports. I seriously doubt Apple would go with both ports. No way. I almost yeah, could no. see them being stubborn and being um, selfish and just do wireless. This is fine. We'll just go totally wireless. We got no plugs. <laughs> I can that see actually would not surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, and just to update you guys, I am on iOS 15 and haven't noticed a single bug yet. So. I just, I've only unlocked it, but that's my experience so far. <laughs> he just unlocked just it. Just wanted to contribute. But wait until you start running your finger around the screen. It's going to drive you nuts. It did go a little bit crazy when I was typing in my passcode. I was looking for the delete button because I put a wrong number in there. I was that's yeah. <laughs> See? Um, what do you think, Randy? Are you going to be okay? Would you prefer the USB-C over wireless? Oh, I, I I have wireless chargers now, and they're good ones. They're anchor and they're fast, and so it would 
really bother me that much. Um, I almost prefer a connector, though. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, and I'll tell you why. If I want to, if I'm low on power and I still want to use a phone, um, whether I'm sitting on my couch or in my bed or whatever in a car, I, can't, I don't want to put it down on the wireless. I can't use it. Yes, I know. And I've got a big anchor battery. I, I've told you guys about it that whenever I put it in my pocket, the, that slab is so big. It, uh, I, let's just put it, I'm going to be as nice as I can. I really, <clears throat> I really have to tighten my belt. <laughs> I, I know it's a, really a little heavy, bad, huh? Bad picture, you guys. But why is this pants sagging down? <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably look like one of Mike's teenagers with having real low pants. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You notice it? It's so weird that guy. Every time he walks, the pants just get slower, <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps pulling it up. Yeah, something, uh, <laughs> something is definitely swinging. I think it's a battery pack. <laughs> Oh man, no, I agree. Is that yeah. it's almost like Apple's? You know, they got the MagSafe battery pack, and that snaps onto the back of your device, so you can use it wirelessly. It's almost like they want to force you to do that. Yeah, it's like mm, we'll have to see. Um, Sorry, and then I've got to spend two hundred dollars. Sorry. Yeah, it was a hundred bucks. I was like, oh, I mm, we'll see. We'll see. I would love to hear from the other users out there what they think about this or whether they prefer to go to wireless. I would most think most people would agree they would have the port so they can have the option. But knowing Apple, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me in a couple of years. It'll be gone. But we'll see. Um, let's head on out of here into Apple Viz News of the Month. There's a couple of things I do want to talk about. And, you know, last month... You and I were talking, Michael, about this flick type issues and how we were like, well, we want to hear both sides of the situation, right? Well, we got a developer. Um, please forgive me if I mispronounce her name, but Oriel Gomez makes an app called Accessible Hangman. So this game has been around for a little bit. And when iOS 15 came out, it broke it. So he wanted to do an update to it. But he got a response from Apple, and I like how he did it because he told us exactly. He was being totally transparent like what we wanted him to do. And he says that Apple basically said that this is spam, and there's so many other hangmen out there that are similar to this. So he was like, what? This doesn't make any sense. So he applied back to them and says, hey, you know, um, I designed this for the for those that are blind and they're using voiceover and this is not a spam and it is legit. So they reply back with another vague statement saying, no, that's not good enough. Da, 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 da. And there just wasn't much there. And so he was left scratching and he was just really upset about the whole process of them just rejecting him and not given what exactly caused the problem. And so he put out a petition on AppleViz, and thank you to the community stepping in, and he made a template for us to use to email the Apple saying, hey, we want Accessible Hangman uh, to be updated and stuff. And when you know it, um, finally Apple contacted the developer saying, hey, we apologize for the misunderstanding. 
and data 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 your update is now being processed but we need to call you to go further and basically michael they told him i don't i don't know if i believe this or not but it was flagged because this icon that he uses is an open source icon that he used and other spam um users out there use the same icon i'm thinking come on how many people would probably use an open source icon just like we use royalty free music and stuff and that's what i right. use in this podcast and i'm sure there's many other podcasts that use the same music and beats and stuff for that reason but and they said we, we apologize it must have been flagged for a spam icon so we we're thinking your app was spam oh i i'm gonna i'm gonna see what you guys think of this that it makes me wonder how much of their process is automated and doesn't even actually have eyeballs looking at it. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, this whole spam thing, it seems like that should be something that Apple has to deal with, not the developer. The developer have you tried the game, like, well, Thomas? I have to go find my own custom icon or Apple's not going to let it in. That should be Apple's job to figure out what actually is spam and what isn't. What is your question, Randy? Have you tried the game? Yeah. It's, like a, it's it? a good game. It's just a, it's just a regular hangman game. It's a very basic, simple, but fun hangman game. But I'm with Michael. Is that it makes you wonder how much of this is AI just all doing it by itself? And I think that's terrible. Is this is not right? I mean, you're going to have a pre um, template on the Apple side, so we'll just send this automatically to them without. I think they should be ashamed of themselves. Um, it took this to happen, which is terrible, which means that thousands of emails had to be sent to Apple to help Oriel on his game to make it, hey, you guys are making a mistake before they realize, oh, we made a mistake. I think every time you deny a app developer, be transparent. Don't just say, eh, it seems to be spam. Please tell us exactly what's going on and contact the developer if they choose so we can talk this out and see exactly what's going on and instead of just doing this automated stuff and maybe it's not automated maybe the people need to be educated on the app store reviewer i don't know but this is not the first time it seems like one after another we're hearing so many issues with the app store reviewer and it's just a shame i realize they are inundated with a lot of apps, a lot of updates and stuff, but there's got to be a better process in this. You'd think, yeah. There should at the very least be a checkbox that says this app is, like, deals, it's for people with disabilities. And check that little box. And but then, it shouldn't matter, though, Michael. It shouldn't matter if it's it voiceover should. or not. I completely agree with you. It should. I mean, but if they're going to ban an app or not approve an app because, like, well, this is our 700th Hangman game. Sorry, you're out of luck. Well, let's talk about FlickType. It's not yeah. totally accessible. I mean, you don't need to. They wouldn't check that little box. And look at that. They're getting the same treatment of not being transparent with them. And look at it now. FlickType hold the system-wide keyboard i was surprised that it was still in the app store um, but now the latest update they pull the system-wide so you can still use the app but you got to be in the app itself to use it so yeah. it's not a system-wide keyboard um and, that, and that's a whole new different story about the glide pad uh quick tap i think it's called yeah no, you mean you don't mean the glide to type do you no so series seven introduced something called quick tap it is eerily similar to flick type 
I was like, whoa. And right after that event, sure enough, FlickType put out a lawsuit uh, to Apple to say, this is not right. You kind of basically stole our FlickType. So there's a lot to discuss there. So I hope FlickType kind of wins this because, again, Apple's getting a little too big for their britches. And when it comes to like this, you can't be bouncing people out and stealing ideas. It's just not right. And if I don't know if FlickType has a patent because the problem is, is that I think the Apple Watch does not allow system-wide keyboard in the begin with. And I think that's what happened with FlickType is that they just finally just said, no, we're not going to allow it because we don't allow system-wide keyboard on the Apple Watch. But it's just so weird. And I can see Apple winning because of the technicality as a, yeah, well, we didn't allow it. They broke it, and, but we stole it. I don't know the same big words, but I don't know. I, I really do hope that that's not the case. I hope it's not either. It is, it is ridiculous that they're rolling around in their trillions of dollars that we talk about every couple of months. And Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds so identical, though, Michael, and I feel yeah. bad. It's and nice. so there's a new feature in Series 7 is this quick tap, and it's very much like a full-size QWERTY keyboard, just like we had on FlickType. Um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what this pans out. I pretty much can see it already. They'll probably lose because of what I've just mentioned. But one last thing, and we'll wrap this show up, and this is going to be towards for Big Randy. Mandy, you know what makes me really irks me on iOS 15? What's that? And a lot of people... I agree, and a lot of people have been asking this everywhere. Our chimes don't work. Have you noticed that? Our chimes app, we used to have that would announce the time or have chimes on the hour. Westminster, all those, any of those. I'm, I've seen probably six, seven, maybe eight different types of chimes. None of them work in iOS 15, so it broke it entirely. You know what? Here's a weird thing. I've got so many chimes throughout the house that I don't, I, to be honest with you, I never even thought about it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even notice it. Well, the reason I didn't, well, I've got I, I've got one on my Android that I really like, so. My God, you, you got like 200 chimes going off. Yeah, yeah. And so you didn't even notice it. It didn't go off on the I, Apple. I think, you're, I think you're right, though, now that I think about it. Well, so, what's weird, it's been out for, what, a week now? I know. And none of them have any updates, so it makes me wonder if it's something in iOS 15 that's preventing it entirely, or all if all the developers for those are just dumped it. I don't know. I, I oh, can't see that. Believe that. I can't either. I, I sure. You know, to be honest with you, though, I'd like something new anyway. I mean, I wish <laughs> if they're if they're going to fix it, fine. Um, but. You're just never happy, are you? I'm just no, not not really, no. <laughs> just never happy. The chimes is outdated. All good. I they, want something they, new. They, well, they took they took uh, my favorite um, chime app out of the store anyway, and I never have been happy with the, all the other. Oh, ones. so you're just like pouting, going to your corner. So I'm not going to touch any of them then anyway. I, I do that. What? Yeah, that's how I am. <laughs> Until something new comes along. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that way with every. Thing. Uh, well, hey, welcome to iOS 15, Mr. Michael. I'm glad Thank that you. we had the experience on Apple Viz Unleashed. A uh, Michael got to update a major release 
on a podcast. <laughs> so far, so good. We're happy for you. Yeah, we're very I happy have one for thing you. to say for you. One thing to say, Michael. <laughs> you'll find out you'll, you'll find, find out. it when you see it you'll know what we're talking about it's like what is going on um so hey, that's you think we can name this one you think we can name our i don't know how to spell that i don't either but we'll just have an emoji symbol for <laughs> i think i think we're done we are done. That's right. So that's going to do for AppleViz for Unleashed for September 2021. 2021. <laughs> and thank you guys once again. I appreciate it. And You're thank you very welcome. much. All right. Until next month, guys. Goodbye. Feel free to contact the AppleViz Unleashed team with feedbacks, tips, or questions at unleashed at applevis.com or call 1-816-774-1668. AppleVis podcast has been brought to you by the community of AppleVis.com for the latest in sources and tips and tricks to get you the best experience from your Apple device. Visit www.applevis.com. <laughs>